Welcome to The Future is Female Powerlifting, a show where women of all strengths can explore the world of female powerlifting. I am your host, Heidi Donnell, a 60-kilo powerlifting gym owner, and each episode we bring you an inspiring interview or a message to help you unlock your true inner strength potential. Thanks for tuning in. Aloha, my beautiful friends, and welcome back. We are on episode 89, and today I have a little special one. Um, I probably always say something like that, but I wanted to highlight some of the things that we like to do um, for injuries, um, working around these things, because I think it's really important when we talk about strength training, whether you're powerlifting or not. A lot of us turn to the gym, uh, to resistance training, in order to feel better and maybe strengthen things that are weak, right? Um, but how do we work through certain um, aches and pains if we've tried a bunch of things? One thing I'm going to talk about today is something that I've been incorporating uh, for the last couple months. And I tell you right now, it is one of the most simple things that I have ever done for my training and shoulder health. I mean, I've tried it all. I've had the same sort of ache and pain well over a decade at this point. Um, And in the beginning, I did taping, I did Cairo, um, and I will talk a little bit about uh, those things and how they helped me along the way. But today, I'm going to highlight the one thing, the one thing that you're probably not doing that might just help you. I can't even, it's blown my mind that it's so simple. And had it not been for my dad, if my dad's listening right now, me and my dad always exchange things about fitness. If it hadn't been for my dad saying, hey, Heidi, have you heard about this book? I would have never known this. So stick around. We're going to go over my top three things you want to do for shoulder health that you're probably not doing. And of course, this podcast is brought to you by my gym, Core Strength and Performance, where we live through strength. And if you're looking for online training, if you're looking to level up your strength or powerlifting training and you need some guidance, me and my husband are a team. We own a gym. We practice and we preach. Uh, We train people day in, day out. That's 100% of what I do besides obviously talking a lot on this podcast. Um, But we like to teach people how to be better in strength um, and how to balance that with life. We're both parents. Uh, We work with a lot of people who have regular jobs. (laughs) You know, their life is not powerlifting. And how do we still use powerlifting to supplement our life, to have a better life um, and have a little competition in there while balancing injuries and stress? So if that's something you're interested in, visit core256.com. You can learn more about our online training. So getting it started, I wanted to start off first with explaining why this... uh, this exercise has been so important. I kind of wanted to just briefly touch about the book that I read. And if you're watching right now, this is going to be on YouTube. I'm going to go into depth with a little bit more of the exercises. You'll be able to see the videos of me doing it. Um, but because it's so simple, it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, you don't necessarily need to watch the videos. However, visit our uh, YouTube if you want to see me doing the exercises, uh, see our members at the gym doing the exercise. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about the additional exercises and I'll show demonstrations of the additional exercises that I like to do personally, but you don't have to do these in particular, but I'll show you two different ways that you can do it. Starting off with number one, I wanted to talk about this book. All right. This book is called 
shoulder pain, question mark, the solution and prevention, uh, the exercise that heals the shoulder and relieves back pain. Fifth edition. It's this book has been written a long time ago. Um, and this is written by a doctor, Dr. John Kirsch, who is a board certified orthopedic surgeon. And I'm going to give you like the um, shoulder pain book for dummies. We're going to give you a synopsis of this. So basically, uh, the doctor was a orthopedic surgeon, right? Uh, he worked on a lot of shoulders. He worked on backs. He's worked on a number of things. Uh, however, he found that people's shoulders still weren't getting better, even though he was performing these surgeries. Uh, and he always felt like he was sort of missing something. Well, he fell, <laughs> had an accident, hurt his shoulder, and then he was screwed. So through his own injury, he came to this realization that we as adults don't normally hang, uh, like on jungle gyms, you know, like when we did more kids, right. Um, and this sort of epiphany happened and you can kind of go into the book a little deeper, but really it's his own personal story of discovering, Hey, maybe hanging would be something. Why not try this? And, um, so with his own injury, he went through a series of hanging like a pull-up bar. You're just hanging from the pull-up bar. And he found that he was able to relieve his pain with just hanging. And it was almost a surprise for him that it was so simple. So upon doing this, he started prescribing this to his patients. And what do you know? They got better. <laughs> so um, make a long story short, he like, I don't even know if he does surgery anymore because so much of the shoulder pain uh, that was associated with um, what he thought would be fixed with surgery um, was not being fixed by surgery and was being helped tremendously by a hanging uh, shoulder, pretty much your hanging shoulders. So, you know, um, I found this interesting because I worked for a pain clinic in Texas um, and it was a very big pain clinic. And they did everything. So not only did they do minimally invasive surgeries, which means that like they don't put you under fully uh, for the most part. Um, they did things like um, injections, uh, ablations. These are things where you're going to burn the nerve endings. Um, and as somebody who did marketing with them, uh, because of my background in kinesiology, what my degree is in, it was like a, a, I, I was good for that role because I knew about the body. So I loved being able to be in these surgery rooms. Now, I remember very vividly that Dr. Hahn, still remember him, Dr. Hahn, I remember afterwards uh, filming a procedure because we're, you know, trying to show like what it's like to do these procedures. I remember asking him like, hey, doctor, how, why is it that everybody that comes in already has like a, a, a scar? So they would come in for certain things on their back and there was a scar always there. I mean, so many people, it didn't dawn on me that they already had fusion. They already had the next step up, right? They've already had a surgery that they hoped were going to help, was going to help their pain. Um, and it didn't because here they were. And Dr. Han told me, yeah, all these people have already had surgery. And I remember being shocked. And he was like, I just don't feel like surgery helps anymore. Like I, if people come in and told me, ask me if they would need to have surgery, I tell them because pain is so complex as well. I think we think of it as just like injury site pain, but pain, there's, it's so complex between the brain and the body that it, to, to say that fixing the actual site will actually fix your pain is not always a true statement. 
Anyways, that was just a side note because I found it kind of shocking uh, in the moment because I'm like, damn, here they are still trying to search for something. So with that being said, I think a lot of doctors, if they could, um, would try to find something that would help their patients. I think this is a great doctor, right? Because I feel like sometimes when you're a surgeon, surgeons are going to want to cut. Um, they will probably recommend surgery more often than not. So um, this book, we'll put it uh, that was my synopsis of the book. I would definitely get it because he actually goes into the information more, and I'm kind of uh, flipping through the pages here. Um, a lot of imaging, which for me, imaging can also be helpful and not helpful, okay? Because if your body's just in a different position, the imaging can look dramatically different. So that for me is not like a, a deal breaker. However, um, his 4,000 positive reviews on Amazon should sh- say something about how many people this has helped. And um, I think the big takeaways from this book is one, what will hanging do, right? And how is it going to help you, right? So let me get into that. So basically, Dr. Kirsch says that uh, the hanging will not only help to stretch certain muscles in the shoulder that um, are part of your shoulder joint. There are several different muscles that make up or tendons uh, and ligaments that make up your shoulder joint. They call them the sits muscles. They're just different ones in there. Um, We don't got to nerd out on it, but pretty much what he is saying is that it allows the shoulder to create some space. So he believes that there's actually some remodeling, which means we're kind of reshaping, remodeling of the bones and the area behind the shoulder. So right where your um, scapula or your shoulder blade is relative to your arm muscle, your humerus, uh, and then all the ligaments around it. So he's pretty much saying after a while, you straight remodel that, like you make it different. Um, but it takes time. So it's not something you just do one week and then in like, boom, it's remodeled. It's something that you do consistently for a small amount of time and it can help to remodel the bone. Now, this was a concept that I was like, I don't know if I fall for that, to be honest, because some people will say some things and I'm like, but is that what's really happening? Um, so I will say that I was skeptical to say the least. Um, and I think I'm always skeptical. Um, I think when you are somebody who loves science, um, their science is very complex in, in what the answer might be. And I'm air quoting right here, um, because there's so many things that could be happening, happening as well as science changes. Right. Um, so I, but I'm very open to it. So I was like, I'm going to try it because my dad, who's had this shoulder pain since he was 16. Okay. He's 72. He was hanging and he, it was the one thing that has helped him. And we've done things over the years together. Um, he's seen acupuncturists, chiropractors, doctor. I mean, you name it. He's seen everybody and it's helped, but it's never alleviated the pain as much as this has done. So just keep in mind, part of the process at which you're going to do this is semi-slow and tolerable to your own pace. So let's get into the app, actual application of this. It's pretty basic. You're just going to hang. <laughs> so there's not much to it. Um, Dr. Kirsch recommends that you hang a total of 10 minutes a day. It's a lot. So um, 
what I try to do at the gym is I will, uh, especially in the beginning, I couldn't hang full weight. Um, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, I could have done that with no pain. Uh, but now, you know, it's, there's a little bit of pain there. So I will hop onto the bar. I grab the bar, um, with my palms facing out. Um, and then I'll hang with half of my body. Um, so my feet are underneath a bench and I'll hang for as long as I can up to about 20 seconds. And what I'll do is I'll do a couple sets of those before I actually strength train. I'll do it in between my sets. And this is where it's been most helpful is actually my squatting. Um, my squat has been held back by injury, uh, for years now and it whether it was my hip back or my shoulder so the last year and a half it's been my elbow and my shoulder my tendonitis and my elbows have been gnarly and so I changed up my grip to a little bit more open grip versus wrapping my hands around completely um, so it's it's really just the fingers and I'm having more of a open grip to it that's been helpful but I still had pain right I can I have never as long as I can remember, and I maybe I should be knocking on wood here, I have never squatted with zero pain from my hip, from my back. And I tell you, the last couple months, that's how it's been. And I hit 275 on a squat yesterday, not in a peak, not in uh, any specific training, in my hypertrophy training, which if you know anything, that's not where you make huge strength gains. Um I ate 275, which is five pounds away from my meat max. Uh, and it was not a max for me. Uh, so I was really happy about that. But I feel like because I've been able to be more present with my training because I don't have this pain going on, it's freaking helped. So um, application of it, I want you to kind of just go uh, with what feels good, right? It's not going to feel comfortable in the beginning. It's going to hurt a little bit and you kind of have to work through that. You have to gauge how much pain is okay pain and how much pain is not okay. I can't decide that for you. I know that there is a level of pain that I was feeling that I almost felt like, okay, I'm okay with this. I kind of have to work through it. Um, and then it, being able to hold onto it and just allow myself to just fall and stretch. So uh, two things I want to keep in mind when you're doing this. One is that you're going to keep your palms out, facing out. They don't have to be super wide. They don't have to be super narrow. Uh, you don't have to have your hands. Uh, you don't have to be like like a deadlift, like you got to uh, hold it with your hands. I personally do that um, because I think it's important uh, to build uh, grip strength. However, if your hands are sore from holding a long time, use gloves, use something. That's not the importance here. The importance is your shoulder being pushed in a position where the shoulder is slightly at the face or behind the face. Uh, two, with each breath that you take, and I want you to take some deep breaths. This is my own personal cues, not Dr. Hirsch's. Uh, allow yourself to sink into it. You feel this stretch from the top of your hips all the way up your uh, armpits to your arms. Um, and it's an amazing stretch. And it's crazy because I did not, I don't feel that stretch as strong anymore. And stretching, you know, is, it, it, I guess I should say, um, I go back and forth on what stretching does for the body. In the end, I'll tell you whether you feel stretching is important or not. I think that having some tolerance to stretching is important. Um, for me and being able to uh, put my body into this like range of motion right now where there's no pain, uh, I think 
stretching might have helped that. <laughs> so keep that in mind. It, it feels great. You know, like in the end, I like how it feels, even though there was pain to it. Um, I could feel the stretching. So I would say in the beginning, let's start off with two minutes a day. So you're going to try to stretch um, and hang for up to two minutes a day. Remember, it can be in fragments. So it can be 10 seconds. It could be 20 seconds. It can be 30 seconds. You don't have to do your full body. You don't have to do half your body. Um, but allow your shoulders to kind of shrug up and fall into it. It's not going to be like a pull-up where we actually try to lock it back and you're trying to engage um your scapula to be down and your lats and your rhomboids and your, you know, when we're doing pull-ups, we don't want to have this, this kind of wobbly thing. Uh, with this one, we actually want to allow that to stretch. You're going to feel your shoulder blades. I mean, your shoulders kind of come around your ears a little bit and that's, what's going to be most important. Now, the third thing is frequency. How often should you be doing this? I think that with an exercise like this, more uh, frequency in smaller bits will be really important. Um, if we're really thinking about remodeling the bone, as as Dr. Kirsch says, and I, I don't know if that's really what's happening. However, what I'm doing is helping. <laughs> so I just want to caveat that, you know, whether you believe it, there's remodeling or not having small bits of that throughout the day can be really helpful. So in the beginning, I would just freaking forget. Um, and my dad, he doesn't even use a pull-up bar anymore. He uses a door and he hangs from the door and he just uses one arm and hangs every time he passes a door. So just like a pull-up frequency, uh, can be really helpful. So I would recommend you do it before you start training. Every time you start training, if you can do it in between every once in a while and you don't feel like it's going to mess with your lifts, go ahead and do it in between. I do that. I actually hang from the bar when I'm squatting, um, the bar I'm squatting on. Uh, so I, I don't get a full huge weight because I'm so close to the ground, but that's okay. Uh, it's, it's more like I'm just kind of moving it a little bit in there. And then uh, three, if you can do it after your training for a couple a um, couple seconds too, you know, a couple couple bits of hanging in there. Now, Dr. Kirsch did add that if you are hanging, just hanging, um, that you incorporate some uh, shoulder training as well. I guess for me, we're already probably doing strength training, right? Like you're probably already doing some sort of shoulder routine incorporated in your normal powerlifting training. However, if you're just watching this video and you don't know I'm powerlifting, you don't do any, you like you just looked up like shoulder pain, I'm going to show you a few exercises that I like to use. I love Indian clubs. I have been using them since my initial pain in my in my shoulder that I went to go see a doctor, a chiropractor for in California. For the life of me, I cannot remember his name right now, but I still keep in touch with him because his uh, this you know using Indian clubs was so helpful for me that I was almost shocked that it was so easy like today. But I like to use Indian clubs. Um, really, you can use anywhere from one to two pound Indian clubs. And what I'll do is circular motion. So a good rule of thumb is when you're doing these exercises, do them to your age. And I tell you right now, it sucks when you get older because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm here forever. When am I going to stop rotating my arms? But 
Um, I like to do some circles to with both my arms going out, circles going in one arm at a time. And then I also like to do some figure eight motions, which are really helpful uh, for my wrist and elbow, uh, which now have zero pain. I have no tendonitis. This is kind of crazy to me. Uh, but if you're watching, you don't have Indian clubs, one, go out and get them. I'll put them in my bio where ones I'd recommend. But two, you can use just regular lightweights. And Dr. Kirsch does recommend doing uh, lateral raises, a um, bit of shoulder presses if you can tolerate that, which would just be up and down motions. However, he does recommend any kind of shoulder uh, exercises that would help. I personally, those are great, right? We're talking about lateral raises, front raises, um, but we should also strengthen the back of the back a little bit. So if you're not doing anything for your back, it's really important that we strengthen the, um, not only the bigger muscles behind, but the smaller ones that are going to help to kind of give you more stability in your shoulder. Uh, and he finds that that's going to be most important, which I love. He's recommending that you strength train. <laughs> Like revolutionary uh, walking helps. But if we're talking about things that are really going to give you a bang for your buck, strength training is going to do a lot more in the long run. Sorry, off my soapbox a little bit. Um, so listen, give this a try because I swear to you, I cannot believe how helpful this was for something that was so easy to incorporate. Um, not only easy for me, but in easy for my clients. And it's been helping everybody that I've been telling it to like what the heck so I just wanted to get this information out there for you because it's been super helpful for me um, and then if you are on YouTube and you're watching this or in uh, the comment section I'll have a link for the book in my bio um, you can find it on Amazon too but if you want to see this book and other things I do recommend uh, it'll be at the end in my bio 